smear the table. Okay. <laughs> it was probably on the pause then. Okay. We're good. Good evening. We're in the Rambam, continuing the Mar Nebuchim. We're in Perk Nun Hay. It's possible we could do Nun Hay and Nun Vav. Yeah, but at least let's try to get Nun Hay done. Okay, let's take a look at the sheet for starters. And this is what we're going to call this chapter, where we have, we've already been discussing how we can't assume any type of corporeality to Hashem physical and even non-physical in terms of attributes, and that the attributes mean something else. He's going to go to a little bit of proving this, so to speak. And there are four attributes which we must distance from Hashem. That's the sheet right in front of you. One is there's no corporeality of Hashem. Number two, there's no way Hashem can be affected by anything. Number three, it's not possible to say there's any deficiencies with Hashem. And there's no way that we can compare Hashem to anything. So this is what we call um, descriptions of negation, so to speak. And then after discussing those four things in chapter 55, in chapter 56, he goes, and, and once he lists these four things, that sets up for the next number of chapters where uh, chapter 56 will specifically talk about why we can't try to make anything, uh, uh, compare anything to Hashem. That is chapter 56. All right, that's the game plan over here. So let's start inside. I've already preceded in so many different chapters in this essay. Any way that a person may mistakenly interpret corporeality for Hashem, we have to we have a clear obligation to push it away to negate such a concept. And also, and any types of affections within uh, uh, that makes an effect. I don't know if that's an A or an E. A. Hashem cannot be affected from that. Why? This is all just repeating quickly. Anything that gets affected, that means there has to be some kind of change that happens. Well, if you get affected, that's the whole idea. Affect means change. And what caused that effect has to be without doubt has to be something outside of the one being affected. There's got to be an effector. Right? If anybody, if you get affected by anything, some you're cold all of a sudden. Why? Because the outside weather made you cold. Okay? You're angry. Somebody did something to get you angry. So when you are affected, there's got to be something else that create. You can't affect yourself. That's not possible. He, and if you want to say Hashem is affected in any manner of affectiveness, whatever, Hayazulaso, that would be outside of him, Hapobo, that's acting on him, Vamishana also, and that would change Hashem, and that cannot be. Okay? And uh, that's if you notice in uh, source number one, 
the Rambam in the sheet. It says, Since we know that Shem is not of any corporeality, Yisbar is clear. Nothing that would happen to a body could happen to Hashem. And he goes to a couple lines, and then the third line bolded with the underline. And from this also, So Hashem cannot change, because nothing can make changes to him. Okay, so now at this point, there is a bit of a question. And what is the question? The question is, so now, where does prayer fit into things? If Hashem cannot be affected in any way, shape, and form, how do we come to understand the idea of prayer? Let us take a look at sources two and let's just continue two and three. So we see, for example, when Rifa could not have children, it says, Vayatar Yitzhak Lashem. And Yitzhak entreated Hashem, Lenochach Yishto on behalf of his wife, Kiakorahi, for she was barren, Vayayoser Lo Hashem. And Hashem was entreated by him, and she got pregnant. Or that word, Vayatar, the root of the word, Vayatar, is Atar. So source number three, Why are the prayers of Sadiqim called an atar? And atar also means a pitchfork. So we say, Just like a pitchfork can move grain from one place to another. So to the prayers of the righteous, are able to turn over the attributes of Hashem which is Mimidus Ragzonus from an attribute of anger, so to speak, Lamidus Rachmanus to mercy. And similarly, so it looks like he's being affected. That's right. And the Gemara in Brachas, Rabbi Chama, Rabbi Chanina says with the prophecy of um, Bilam, where it talks about Nismachu, why Lama Nismachu, Oholim Linacholim. Why do we have Oholim tents? Uh, connected to Nechalim, uh, which are like rivers, little streams of river. And he brings the Pasuk there. So he says at the end, the next line, to tell you the following, just like a river can act like a mikvah and can take someone from a state of Tumatatara, Afoholim also houses, here we're talking about houses of prayer, can take a person from looking a person to the negative side, to the positive side. So all these things suggest that Hashem is affected by what we do. So there's a lot of different answers to this. So we got one from the Sefer Yehayam, which is a commentary from Rabbi Yehuda Leib Adel, who's a Magid from Slonim. Okay, Martin and your honor. So he that piece in source number five, he talks about this. So after the bold, first three, four bold lines, which is just re-quoting the Gemara, so he says, Ramzu Laholim, what's the hint of tents? Ashrahema based Filisena, those are houses of worship. Bateknisas, Ubatimedrashas, houses of prayer and houses of study. Vadamamispal Shem, person Davin's there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shomet Vilaso, Hashem hears his prayer. Vekarei and rips up the judgment. 
So the questioner should not ask the question we've been asking. It appears, God forbid, there's a change in Hashem. Next column. Hashem is affected and he changes from anger to mercy. No. We've already explained in others for him. Uh, you can skip a line or two. Uh, in the third line, what's the aspect of tefillah? Is not there to affect a change in the one who listens to your prayer, namely Hashem. And it doesn't mean he changes one aspect to another aspect. No. Because Hashem, who is the one who hears prayer, he is beyond the levels of change and effect. Where is the effect to be? On the one who davens. It's for his purpose, for him to change. That's why it's called lehispalel, is the lotion of um, uh, hispael, which is a reflexive verb where you do something to yourself. He has to change from being a non-meritorious person to a meritorious person. Like Yaakov said after the dream of the ladder. How awesome is this place? This is must be a house of God. And therefore, the house of prayer, her eker asiba, and that's the main reason. Asher malas turns a person from the negative to the positive. So, as we explained, in the, uh, Rambam said uh, a couple shirim ago, the mushal of heat that we said heat it's heat is always heat, but depending on what the heat comes in contact with, that is what gets affected. So therefore, Hashem, His energies to you are always good. Are always good. And only good is going to come from it. Depending on what your purpose in life is, and depending on what behaviors you've done, and it could be that you haven't done anything wrong, but Hashem has given each person their unique purpose in life. And Hashem always sends you good energies to make that purpose happen. Mm. Now, the purpose could be that you'll be a blind Talmud Chacham, and that will bring great spiritual energy to the world. That could be your purpose, okay? So Hashem could make you blind, right? And there's still what to pray for. But the point being, when Hashem sends those energies, and let's say you've done things you shouldn't have done, Okay, you've done mistakes. Now you're making yourself a person that good energies when they're going to react on you who is defaulting on your mission. When the good energies hit there, it's going to create a problem. Why? So that you'll wake up and do be good. That's what Hashem wants. So when, it, when Hashem's good energies hits a Russia, it's going to manifest different than when it hits a tzaddik. And there's a million and one different ways. So don't ask why did the righteous suffer? Why did the why did, why did the wicked prosper? It's all one good energy. But depending now, 
when you pray to Hashem, Hashem is sending the same energy, same energy. And when the same energy comes, and let's say you're a sinner, and therefore when you're sinning, you're not doing your duty, Hashem, when it hits you, something not good is going to happen to you. And therefore, what do you, you got to do? You got to change. And when you change, then that same energy now will bring health and prosperity to you. So it's not that Hashem changes. You change in your position. No different than the sun and the moon. That we always know, the sun never changes. The sun is in the center of the universe. It doesn't do anything. Oh, it does. It gives a lot of heat. That's what it does. Non-discriminately, so to speak. Hashem is more than that, though. When the moon is in a certain position... The moon is affected one way by the sun. When it's another position, it's affected another way. What changed? The moon changed. Jewish people are like the moon. And therefore, when a certain reality hits us because we've gotten out of orbit, so to speak, so when we get back into orbit, then the good, the things change. So when we change, the energy obviously affects us differently. So there's no way that Hashem is changing in these realities. What now we're ready to take any and all questions. Yes, sir. When was the word age was before Martin? beauty or age before age? Okay. Oh, no, I didn't. Now we can flip a coin. Okay, Mark, go ahead. Question mark. Oh, question mark. Yes. He had the furrowed brow question first. Mark. No. If you have a critically in, um, ill infant and the men are saying are governing on behalf of the infant, and all the community men are governing the infant, and the women are saying to him, how does that get... They're not diving for the infant. They're not diving for themselves. No, but how does that... Oh, fine. But how does that get reflected, refracted to the health of the infant? Because we, we don't know why the infant is unhealthy. We don't know. No, it could, how can we affect change on that infant? We have to be better. We, it, the prayer, like, again, it's the same idea. Hashem sends a flow to Klal Yisrael. That flow manifests in a number of ways. We, we have, there's two aspects to each and every one of our lives. Our private life and our communal life. There's two parts to us. Okay, What's your private life is one thing. Where you fit into the community and you affect or are affected by the community is the same thing. So let's give a simple example that related to a specific shul in this city a number of years ago that will not be mentioned. No mention. And it was a specific shul that was really notorious for terrible talking in their shul. Okay, notorious. And then they noticed after a certain brief period, a lot of tragedies were happening in their shul. And they finally decided to get serious and they understood it has to do with their talking. Okay. And they said to Hillam, and they stopped talking. And guess what? The tragedy stopped. Now, why did the tragedy stop? Because they were different. You understand? So when you're davening to Hashem, it's not just meant you ask. Hashem says, I know what I'm doing. I don't need your help. As a matter of fact, you're the same person yesterday than today. If you just daven but don't mean anything, remember, the feel is supposed to be serious. Let, let's say like this. Let's say like this. Your uh, significant other in your life is a good person and will always relate to you in a way that you should be related to. Now, if you're nice, they will relate to you in a nice way. 
Now, if you're not nice, they love you the same, but they got to teach you a lesson. Now, if you don't change, I guess they're going to keep doing the same thing. If you change, they'll be that they'll send the love in a different way. Now, it's not a perfect example because human beings are affected, but Hashem is not. So Hashem is sending energies, and the energies to this community. When the community talks in shul, the energy gets taken into places it should not be. And now it affects them in a very negative way. Now, when they change, when you're dominating, you're saying, I want to change. That's really what tefillah is. You want to change or you don't want to change at all. You just want to keep the level that you're at. So Hashem is just sending those wonderful energies. And depending on what you are, so if you are uh, something that's so pliable, and you know, when anybody does any narishkeit, you're like butter, and you just ply to what the tuna rails and sin away. So when the energies of warmth come to you, you melt. And then when you get a little tougher against others, then the energy just comes and makes you stronger. So that's the same thing. When, a, when you're praying for a child in the community, it's not, you're not just praying they should get better. Hashem doesn't need those prayers. You have to understand, it's something wrong with Klal Yisrael. And if I'm affected by this person and it's hurting me, that means I have what to improve. And that always has to come with self-reflection. All prayers that, or we pray not to lose our emuna in Hashem and not to go off the derrick as a result of things that are not happening properly. It's the same thing praying now for Israel, Israel. You're praying for, you're praying for, number one, that um, they, first of all, you're praying that they should have siyata deshmaya to change their behavior for the better. We're praying for ourselves that our prayer should be for the better. We're praying for Hashem's, the chilul Hashem to Hashem. And we're expressing Hashem, we're devastated that the world thinks you're powerless. And we feel terrible that you are, are, are so, uh, what do you call, dissed by the world. And it bothers us. And that creates a change within yourself. And it's all meant for us to change and also to stay strong in our belief and not to go off the derrick from such things and accept everything it does with love. When you accept everything does with love, the energy that comes makes you stronger. Okay, so that's, but it, it's not just, I pray to Hashem that this should be made better. You got, Why? You have to always have an answer to that question. So why should it be better? Why do they say also your prayer has more effect if you pray on behalf of somebody else than on behalf of yourself? Because it shows you're more sincere. When you do yeah. it for yourself, you can be selfish. Yeah. If you do it for somebody else, for it's for the other person and not for you. Right? That's a big change within yourself. Many of us, by no fault of our own, but by being human, we have a default position of narcissism. We think about ourselves first, which is very typical. But when you're praying for someone else, what does Hashem already see? That you have changed. And now that you have changed, you know, Hashem says, you know, I'm really, my energies are ready to give you everything. But Hashem says, if I give you the energy, the way it's coming, the way you are, you're going to be a bigger narcissist. So therefore, those energies are loving you. And when you have narcissistic tendencies, the energies mesh with you in a way that maybe you shouldn't have what to be narcissistic about. 
And then when you change and you start praying for others, then that same energy can now give you blessing because it will not be for your harm. Paul? Just wondering about the, the text in the Shimon Esther when we pray is all about requests. Not really. Not really. Either, either, either globally or individually, but I mean, they're requests of Hashem for health, for, for wealth, for. We're, we're saying, Rafa'enu uh, Hashem, Hashem, you heal us and we become healed. Yisrael. You know, we're just acknowledging that you are the one who heals people. Hashem, you, you heal us. You don't have to be sick. You're the one who heals us. You're always healing everybody at all times. So what we're saying is, we want you to heal us, and we don't want others. How about Barech Oleinu Es Bless our year. What are we saying? Hashem, we want you to give us Parnasa. I don't want my boss to give me the Parnasa. So what's that saying? I understand where the Parnasa is coming from. So you're having Parnasa challenges, or even Parnasa is great. You, 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 everything is great. You're saying, Hashem, I keep it up. I want only from you. I don't want from anywhere else. That's all. To be machasik yiramuna. All of them. They're not selfish requests. They're made in the plural. You know, we say, you know, we need to have a healthy Jewish people so the Jewish people can do Torah mitzvahs. Right? Hashem, give me wisdom. Give me the wisdom so I'll be able to know what to ask for that's proper. There, there's no selfish requests here. And we ask for Mashiach and these things. It's not for us. Remember, we say in the beginning of first brother, Lama'an Shemo it's all for you. It's all for you, Hashem. What do I want to be healthy for? So I can serve you. That's all. There's no narcissism. Now, you could flip these into narcissistic prayers, but that's not what the intention is. You're supposed to start the day talking to Hashem and reviewing what's coming up in that day. And you're saying, oh, I have a doctor's appointment today. Hashem, I have absolutely zero faith that the doctors are doing anything. Just make sure they don't mess up, please. Because Rifa Enu, you are my doctor. As a matter of fact, since you're my doctor, I have to call the doctor and reschedule the appointment so I don't miss Mincha for davening. Because you're my doctor. And I better change that appointment, not for 2 o'clock, but for 2.30. Why and, do you say we only make requests on Shabbos? Why we don't make because everything is perfect. Yeah, Shabbos, the world is perfect. The world is perfect. You're next to Hashem. So there's a point you don't have to say anything. There's nothing to say. So my Amuna is strong. I'm close to you. I have no doubts. It's all clear. All my malacha. That's why ideally it, it doesn't mean malacha doesn't only mean physical work. It's the malacha of avodas Hashem working on your amuna. It's something to work on. You're in the, you're in Gan Eden. When you're in Gan Eden, we don't make any requests. We just schmooze, so to speak. I hate to use the term with Hashem. We're just schmoozing, and we're just saying the only request is Hashem keep me on this spiritual level. That's all. We don't we don't pray for sick people. There's nothing for us to change right now. We're in the perfect state. Now, if I in, take in that Shabbos atmosphere, so Matzah Shabbos, I'll be able to understand what my real prayers are about. Good, fine, yes, okay. Uh, so that, it, to, uh, what do you want to add to that? No, it's just, it's just a hard concept. Like, okay, you know, who said it's easy? 
things that are true. Because you think you're doubling Hashem to you are. help you fix things or repair things. Well, or, yes, obviously you know, he can repair things, you know, but we're not trying to change his mind. He's a perfect God. You cannot. How do you plan on changing his mind? He knows what he's doing. I'm sorry. So I already said what that means. What did I say? You're changing. Mavirin, not the Xera. It's not Mavir the Xera. It's the Roa Hagzera. Because there's an Xera and a Roa Hagzera. Xera is, um, there's going to be sickness. Roa is, we go crazy about it. We forget about Hashem. We do things that are not sensible. Right? You know, again, we don't want to go back to the days of COVID. But it was natural, and no one's being faulted, that people were doing things that were really not, um, what's the word, Martin? Not sent for a pleasant way to say, you know, they're acting like lunatics. How would you say it in a nice way, Martin? People are not making rational decisions. They're not making rational decisions. A rational person would have said, I'm not taking any vaccines until it's thoroughly researched, which it never was. But we're desperate. Desperate people do desperate things. That's the Roa Hagzera. You touched me. I'm going to die. I'm never talking to you again. I'm leaving this show. Okay, that's the Roa Hagzera. That's the Roa Hagzera. You know, they, you can have the Xera. What was the worst outcome of the COVID? Death. Was the Death. No. no, no. That no. was not the worst part. No, and if it would have been a little more death, it would have been a lot better for everybody in the long term. The, the Roa Hagzera was the worst part. What happened to people? Look at all the public school children. They're nuts. They're yes, crazy. Big time. They're two years retarded from what happened. Social. They lost social skills. Oh it was all what? Because it was nuts. That was the Roa Hagzera. If you, if the people in charge what were, about the were, seniors were, the were tzaddikim, were tzaddikim they would the have a different time. approach to it. Okay, that was that the worst you. part of COVID. What's the fact that people died? Visitors in the hospital, it kills you. It, it wasn't that, it was the Roahaxera. So Tvila can take away the, where's the Roahaxera coming from? From us, yeah. right? Hashem makes a Xera that everybody can stand. Baruch, what does it say? going to say tomorrow morning at Baruch Shemar. Baruch Gozer Umakayim. What does that mean? Simple meaning Hashem makes a decree and he fulfills it. What's the Chachma? Hashem makes you, why shouldn't he? So I forgot which Sadiq it was. There was one Sadiq who was by mistake put in jail for the wrong reason. And he was Davni. He came to this words. Uh, he, he is, uh, what I say? Gozer Makayem. Gozer So he's Davni. He said, I don't understand what Gozer Makayem. He thinks and he thinks and he thinks. He finally comes up with an answer. Hashem is Gozer, but gives us the ability to maintain our sanity during Xerah. That Hashem is Gozer Umakayim, but we make it a Roahakzera. Why? Because all of a sudden, all the belief, everything you learned about Amunah goes out the window. And when it goes out the window, you become desperate and you do terrible things. And people do all kinds of shit. They can get the vaccine instead of others. They don't care about the others. Selfishness, a terrible thing. That's the Roahakzera. 
So you're davening to remove the Roag Zera. The Xera is Xera. You know, and the Xera is for the best for us. Right. The Roa comes from us. Tvila, Chuva, Tzedaka. That makes us into different people. So it's not a Roa Hagzera. Okay. Anyway, good questions. We'll leave it at that. We've only done two out of the four, but it was a worthwhile discussion. We'll continue next Sunday. Good night, everybody. Thank mm-hmm. you.